Hello everybody and welcome. You are listening to MFO Total Access. I'm Will Power. This is Terry Babelis. This is the new guest, Joey Sizzik. Welcome <laughs> to the show, Joey. Was it close? It was, it was close. Nice. And thank you very much, young William. You're most welcome. Uh, <laughs> thank you for coming on the show. First off, how do you pronounce your last name? Zick. Zick. Yeah. Zick. Zick. Not Sizzik. No. So why there's so many letters? Buddy, it's Hungarian. Okay. I didn't know that. Neither did I. I think we're gonna find a lot about you on the show tonight. We, I think I think we will. I think we will. Start by introducing yourself. How long have you been playing in MFL? How long has it been? Your yeah. Main teams. Okay. Um. So yeah. So I will actually start with a little anecdote. Um. I was in Brassard on Sunday. I was talking to a kid named Jacob Byers, and he plays for. Who? What was the team? He plays we don't for? talk about Brassard that much. Anything Brassard related, okay. I'd save Fair it enough. for that segment particularly, <laughs> so we could expand it, and they could be happier. It's a good anecdote, though. Okay. I promise. Okay, so say it down. Okay, so Jacob Byers, uh, he plays for, what was that team we saw? Primetime. Okay, primetime. So um, he was asking me where I play, and I'm like, oh, I play in, in, in the Saturday League. And he was like, oh, damn, like there's, there's so many divisions. They have a podcast now. They have all this video. And, and he was saying like, it's, it's crazy how much the league has grown. And basically before I was come on this podcast, I was thinking like, it's, it, I don't think you guys understand like how small this, this league was when it started. Like four teams? Before the rule book king came along, <laughs> we like literally it was uh, it was in 2012 was mm-hmm. when I when I came along and John would go on Craigslist That's crazy. and make an ad and say flag football every Saturday and about like 10 or 12 of us would show up for that first summer. And you just like a pickup game. Absolutely. Yeah. And usually John had to play quarterback like both sides. Oh, shit. And then like the next season he started like uh, he he did, he bought a lot of stuff like out of pocket. Like he, yeah, he spent a lot of money on this on his own and he just like kept growing it every year. And then he didn't have to do those ads anymore. Mm -hmm. We started to finally make normal teams. We started doing like the award dinners over at like Station de Spa. Yeah. Mm. And then of course, John made himself the, uh, the, the inaugural MVP of the league. (laughs) (laughs) That's only fair, right? But like, um, uh, Josh, um, uh, Josh got like the MVP of the league, like the first like five years, it seemed like. Back in Josh's like great years, and now we're sixty-four teams, including Broussard. It's a, it's truly amazing. Yeah. Like just the fact that we have all this media here. Mm-hmm. It's I, I, I say this anecdote to like say like I, I really do look at the league with pride. Mm. Yeah, that's really well said because I think that like when I first came in, I didn't know about all that other stuff, and it's starting in the other park. And like a lot of people who watch the show probably didn't know that either. So way to bring that in there. It's important. <laughs> totally. I mean, like it's so cool. Every year you just get new characters coming out. Um, People bring their families on Saturdays and, mm. and like their babies too, man. It's crazy. And like, um, oh yeah, this, this, uh, I'll give another shout out to this Jacob kid. He said his, his uncle is a, uh, a, a FPF uh, quarterback and his grandfather was also an FPF uh, player. Now I got to fact check that. I don't know for sure, but, um, yeah, it's like, you know, there, there's a lot of folks who come out like to win, right? Like, let's be honest, like our boy, Steve. He's coming out to win. He's, oh, yeah. not, he's not messing around. But there's a lot, like, there's a huge portion of the MFL who come out to have a good time. They want to bring their family. Like, I would say, like, uh, Matthew Demers. That, oh, yeah. For as long as they've been a team in this league, for, for them, it's always been about, like, the, I don't know, the having fun, bringing their families out. Yeah. So, I'll let you guys take it away. <laughs> well said. MFL is, we call it a family, not a league, right? That's what's super cool about it. So we get right into Division One, or do we wanna? 
No, I think... Uh, Where's we... Joey on some more stuff? <laughs> Let's jump into you on that. You did All good right. stuff. Should we start with none other than the Grocock A-team? Bright and early, waking up, 9.30 in the morning. Yeah, you know what? We're just on a morning team, so I'll leave it at that. No, I'm kidding. And uh, you guys destroyed Outlaws, weren't you? I felt that was also a very early game. I think that was, a ninth, that was an 11 o'clock game. I think you're right. Um, A-team came not to play this weekend, uh, and uh, Grocock came to play, and it was as simple as that. Fong they brought an F-team. We brought our F minus team. Yes, well said. Uh, yeah, we lost the game twenty six to six. Terry, you roughed the game. It was not a pretty show for eighteen. We scored late in the game. Uh, almost got shut out. Dave got a, a rushing TD, but we just didn't have it. We had this game reminded me of the first time that we played the Trollers. No energy, no really communication. Team by wasn't really there, and like credit Gokuk because they took full advantage of that. They got Breast back. Hopefully, he's on the team permanently. Him playing at that one spot completely takes away like. Uh, Team's offenses, right? Because yeah. you can't really go deep as much. The intermediate routes aren't there. And uh, yeah, credit Dom, credit that offense because like they statistically they didn't have a great game. If you look at like like the players' stats, but they played as a team. They played for each other in this game, and like it was a huge win for them because um, you guys are both three and three prior to this game, exactly, right? Exactly, and we had beaten them, so we would have had the tiebreaker. And right now, unfortunately for a team, is we're looking on the outside. We're the outside looking yeah. in right now, sitting at that fifth spot. I think even though there's three games left, there's, it's safe to say they're going to finish with less points against than you guys. So that tiebreaker would have been huge because it would be the only right. way to have the tiebreaker because now if you guys are one and one, the points against are the second tiebreaker. Right. They'll pass through that. And uh, I think before the game, uh, a couple of guys from Girl Cook were coming at me for the grade I gave them. And you guys, no one mentioned anything. So I think you guys were like happy with the grade I gave you guys. With mm-hmm. I think I gave a B plus and Dave was complaining that like it should have at least been an A. Yeah. And, uh, what did you give them? I think like a, either C minus or D okay, plus. Okay, so it wasn't good. Okay, but, okay. At the same time, I gave them such a low grade and you guys such a high grade because on, based on my expectation, I thought they were going to be a really, really good team and you guys yeah. be a really, really bad team. Right. And you guys are both three and three. That, mm-hmm. That's what justified my grade. So they should have taken it as a compliment of me thinking they'd be like a, a much better team. But like after this game, I'd have to review my grades, right? And we essentially said this like last week and like almost every week in D1, the parity is so evenly matched with the top five teams particularly two to five yeah and like i think they're all sitting within a game of 500 a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. and if one team doesn't show up and the other team plays an average game it's not going to be a close game right and this could have easily happened the other way around like we mm-hmm. saw it outlaws a team we saw it uh just your two games against holy trollers one game you guys were not yeah. in the game at all the other yeah. game you guys were 100 percent in the game mm-hmm. and that's d1 if you don't show up and you don't come to play mm-hmm. and the other team is there um it won't be a close game, but if both teams play their best, like it's gonna be a really fun game. What shocked me in this game is that I found the deep ball was open. Like, you guys dropped a couple of balls early, or mm-hmm. like maybe they've overthrew under through a couple of balls. But like, I found like you said, Brest was there, but like I found their their deep coverage wasn't as stout as it could have been, and mm-hmm. I didn't. I was shocked that you guys only scored uh, six points in this game. Yeah. Like, no passing touchdowns. Yeah. Right? Like, that's really surprising. Dave, I think Dave mentioned the first time ever it happens in his life. Dave texted me after the game. Jordan was saying that it was the first time ever he hasn't thrown a TD pass in his MFL career. I'm sure Dave handled it really well. Yeah, Dave was a surprising. <laughs> it was actually, like... Compared to other players on the team. <laughs> yes, that's true. Compared to Dave sometimes, um, you know, can, can act. He was, like... Uh, but, like, we were all, like, down in the dirt. Like, it was a tough game. Uh, hopefully, it'll be, like, a rematch in the playoffs. Uh, we're hoping to get into the playoffs at this point. Um, but uh, yeah, because right now you guys don't control your own destiny, right? I think if we go undefeated, well, no, we don't play the Holy Trollers. You're playing Bitter Boys twice. We play Bitter Boys twice and Centurion. So even if you go undefeated, yeah, the teams ahead of you could also go. In. Yeah, exactly. And like the, I can see us, you know, Bitter Boys squeezing out a game against us, just the way we're playing. So uh, yeah, 
Got to wait and see what happens. Hopefully we bounce back this week. But credit to Gokha because they deserve the W. Yeah. Um, did you see any of the outlaw? Well, do you want to change games? Or yeah, I don't know. Anything okay. to say about... Um, may I pose a question, Master sure. Terry of D1? Is that, <laughs> sure, go ahead. Okay, am I, am I um, exiting my lane by doing this? No, no. You have, right. you have no lane. It's free for all. Okay. Carte blanche. Okay, so um, I don't mean to ask this offensively, but why are Les Centurions um, at the top of the league? Just from my m- memory, they were amazing in D2. I haven't seen a lot of them. Um, obviously, they're, they're doing great. What's the question? Why are they doing great? Oh, because this is D one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, D two anymore. Yeah, we we mentioned that it was crazy that this is like a, this is like a top D two team that are like now the gap with that loss the out loss has closed a little bit. But I think a couple of weeks ago, Centurions were undefeated, and everyone else is like five hundred or worse. Like I think they had like a two or three game lead over the second place team, and it was literally like Centurions, everyone else bitter boys. Like now it's kind of like. Like I could make an argument that Centurions might not finish first right now, but they're clearly like they have no weakness on the team. I mean, a lot of D1 teams don't have any weakness, but they really play as a team and they don't rely on like one guy, right? And their defense is really good, their offense is really good. They have a smart quarterback, and I just think they closed out games better than anyone else this year. Mm-hmm. I, I think Trollers could have been six and one, Golka could have been six and one, Outlaws could have been six and one, but they had moments in the season where they are either having injuries. Uh, missing players or weren't able to like close out the game at the end whereas Centurions won a lot of close games like they're 6-1 and one with a plus 19 differential like that's crazy on average they're winning their games less than by less than 3 points like that, that's crazy oh dude look at this so Samuel Collette's leading them in receiving and Simon I, I think I remember Simon Pierre uh, Laferriere was, was a really good receiver yeah he's, he's ma- their main guy but I think he's right. only played 3 games so yeah, far yeah yeah that's crazy so Samuel Collette's doing really well. Yeah. And, uh, also, the new addition of Yvonne Desjardins is second on their team receiving, uh, only having only played four games. And, and Collette's also leading, I think, the league in interceptions. Interceptions, yeah. yeah him and his brother, are, uh, Xavier's solid team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. that, that whole team is solid. You won't find a weakness on that team. And I just think they've had less bad games than anyone else. Like, I think everyone has had a bad game, and I don't <laughs> think... I mean, I didn't see Centurion's last game, and they were missing their, start, their starting quarterback. So... I wouldn't consider maybe a bad game, but I didn't. Prior to that week, they didn't have any bad games. Like they didn't have any like mess ups or screw ups, right? Look mm-hmm. at look at this, Gabriel Archambault, twenty six TDs, three INTs. Yeah. Damn. That's a QB of the year type numbers. And unfortunately, <clears throat> he missed this past weekend. Yeah. Against the Outlaws. Um... Yeah. So, Outlaws faced Centurions twice this year already, and in both times, each team needed a had a backup quarterback, mm-hmm. right? So. These teams did not face each other with both their quarterbacks right, present. Full strength. And uh, it might be a finals preview. Mm-hmm. Would it be that? Will that be the first time both their quarterbacks are gonna be there? I I hope so. I I know Steve is definitely not missing a finals, and I know uh, Akshambo starting QB is not missing a finals either. The thing is, his brother has played quarterback on the team before, right? Yeah, but and what's surprising? I don't think he came in late this game. because they had Vincent, you know, play play like half the game. They mm-hmm. each had twenty two attempts, and it was literally his. First attempts in D1 as a passer. And usually it is the brother Louis Archambault, who is a fairly good quarterback, mm-hmm. who always subs in for Gabriel when he's not there. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe Louis came late, maybe he got injured. I have no idea. Um, looks like Louis did start the game. It was 26 nothing at halftime, so maybe they decided to go with the QB change at that point. Yeah, because when I came, it was uh, it was already late in the first half. Um, but, you know, something rare to see, Terry, is both Kevin Smuda and Svetna getting 100 receiving yards plus. Rare to see? I mean, 
two receivers in the same game. Yeah. You don't see that. I'm saying individually. Unless you're the trollers and it's Fahala and GC. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, like, huge shout out to them. Not easy to make Here we are getting the three touchdowns. Yeah, no, it was like, it, the Outlaws were a well-oiled machine in this game. And they led from start to finish. The game was really never in doubt. And like, look, you think about the players, Les Centurions were missing. But I don't leave them completely off the hook, right? Like, I mean, you still have ballers. You're, you're missing your key guys 100%. But for a game to finish 46-12, to 12, I don't know. I'd be curious to see this matchup in the playoffs like you said, though. And, okay, the 12, maybe you're missing your quarterback. But giving up 46 points when you're one of the top defenses, your quarterback doesn't or rarely plays defense on this team. Mm-hmm. They had their main guys, I think, on defense. Mm-hmm. And it's not as if their backup quarterback threw, like, a bunch of picks and gave them short fields. Then, then that could, like, excuse the bad defense. But it's not the case here. They only threw a total of one interception mm-hmm. and still gave up 46 points. Impressive. Um, yeah, they had Francis at rusher. Uh, they had the leading interception guy, Samuel Collette. Um, yeah. Does it look like Yvonne was there? Or was he no, Yvonne was the not there. It's it's really interesting to see that how Steve has uh, sort of morphed his Outlaws offense into today's version. To me, this is such a sick Outlaws offense. Like mm-hmm. you know, like maybe three or four years ago, you hearing? Well, he would rely on like it was like Smuda, Cheyenne, uh, Svetna, and now to see like guys like Gutkovsky, Ariel, Jafar, like it's. Um, I think this is his best Outlaws team I've seen. Well, don't forget he's missing Marvin. For sure. Marvin's mm-hmm. awesome. Yep. Marvin will also have been in the part of this offense, right? Yeah. With Marvin's these same good. names. With these same names, right? That, that was a, the roster we had la, in the yeah. last season. He's just, he's got it down where his offensive system, like all these like short little plays that like so high percentage, it's just super tough to stop Steve. I mean, I think it's going to be fun to watch the, uh, the D1 playoffs this year. Yeah, totally. And like, that's the thing is, I'd say Steve does throw the ball. Uh, like his bread and butter is sure, but he's like shown that like he can throw that deep ball at a high percentage now, and like that just kind of makes this offense even more scary to watch. Uh, yeah, like like you're doing power rankings now, Terry. Who do you have at your number one? Like, are you like it's you have hard. Centurions number one because they they split against you guys, or does that loss uh, by that many points flip them to number two? I don't know. It's tough. I guess if I'm doing power rankings right now, I, I slightly have Centurions. Give me, I'll give them at one. I was at two, just because I guess I'm crediting the fact that they were missing a few of those stars. Centurions were, um, but like Outlaws now, three wins in yeah. a row. Like this is exactly what they needed at this point of the season. It's really tough because like if you if each team only had one loss, I put Outlaws on top, given right. that their lost Centurions without their mm-hmm. starting quarterback was by two points and not by twenty two points or yeah. whatever. How, many, yeah, how yeah. much? How much was it? it was. Uh, yeah, no, uh, 34. 34 points, much more than that. But I can't excuse that loss or that blowout loss to a team as much. I know it was early on in the season, but mm-hmm. like they did have, like um, I think, close to a full roster. No, they did have some injuries at that point. But so that like Centurions didn't take a bad loss like that besides this week. So like I see it as 1A, 1B right now. Mm-hmm. And I think next week, uh, both have big games. Outlaws against Le Gros Cook and Centurions against Holy Trollers. Mm-hmm. Who uh, Gokuk and Trollers, those are huge games for them as you guys are playing Bitter Boys. Uh, so f- it's going to have a lot of playoff implications. So I mm-hmm. think after next week, we'll have a, a much better idea of who is that 1A and who will be the 1B. That's what makes one uh, Division One exciting like this year, right? Is that week in, week out, we just don't know. And it keeps switching. So Bitter Boys is the, the one team that we haven't spoken about. And uh, my question for you guys is like, um, how are they doing this year? Uh, how's JS doing at quarterback? And all those guys. So, Bitter Boys are winless. They're 0-7. Okay. Um, a question I asked Terry on air a few weeks ago was, will they get a win? Terry said, probably not. I said, they'll give them a win. 
Um, I'm not sure what it is for these guys because they have athletes. Um, Young Robert, uh, uh, Joey, is not on the team this year. He hasn't played for them. He's played two games. He's, he's played two games, but like yeah. he has, I guess like maybe as a sub, he's not... It doesn't look like he's going to make his five games if they became playoff eligible. Um, and that's a big piece. That's a big piece for their offense, for their defense. Jesus is a very good quarterback. Um, throws a really nice ball. I don't know if it's just like reading the field, if they don't have enough speed. Uh, but unfortunately, we've seen these guys like struggle in Division One for the past two seasons now. Um, I'm a big JS fan just personally. Yeah. He's just such a nice dude. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He was walking on the sideline the other day and... Uh, Always has a smile on his face. Super chill guy. Yeah. Um, no, the, all the Bitter Boys guys are great. So, I mean, hey, on my end, I'm, I'm hoping for better days for you guys. And But it's, it's, it's D1, man. It's, it's, uh, it's competitive division, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, anything else about D1 you guys want to discuss? We move on to D2. I think that the playoff race is heating up, and that's about it for D1. Who would you put at number one of your power rankings? Centurions. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I put them at one. If, if they lose this week and outlaws win, then that would definitely change. But for now, it's Centurions. Yeah. So D2? D2. Uh, <laughs> Kevin's article just got posted. <laughs> That's a cool pick. I'm just laughing at John, like, leading in every category. What field is that? Because those goalposts don't look familiar. It's like a random Google image, or it's like... Is that on LeBaire? I don't know. For those wondering, we were talking about <laughs> an article that Kevin just posted I'm on talking- Tuesday. Yeah, looking at the picture of that article. That's not LeBear. It looks like somewhere in like West Virginia. <laughs> so, we had one very close game in D2 and two blowouts. Which one do you guys want to start with? <laughs> Let's start with the very close game. Okay, You cut the end of it or I, most of it? I cut the end of it. Okay. So, Joey, I don't know if you saw. I did. Yeah, I was there. I, the, the winning the winning TD to, to Sean Haney, right? Oh, yeah, good call. Yes, you were there. Um, and By the I, way, Sean Haney, legend. Yeah. Legend, lo- legend of the league. Um, I'm happy that he had a breakout game because we know he's yeah. good. And, um, yeah. you know, for Marvel's, like, Jeremy Rooney's been the guy on that team. And for, uh, you know, Haney to kind of put his team on the back late in that game was huge. So the highlights of this game are on Facebook, actually. Um, Thanks I, to none other than... Your boy. Um, and uh, yeah, so I kind of went in the huddle, tried to get uh, some footage. But this was a really good game. Jeremy Rooney gets an interception, a key interception, late in the game when red zone is in the red zone, up by seven. Um, the Marvels go down, get a TD on the last play of the game, last play of regulation, excuse me, on a post route to Sean Haney. It was like... Fourth be- down, last play, wow. How many yards? Eight. Yeah, eight yards. Uh, beautiful throw, beautiful catch. Sean Heaney keeping both feet in bounds. Then after that, they go for the one to force OT. A boy, Max Dory, gets the one-point convert. Go back and forth in OT. Um, Marvels get the conversion. Red Zone says, Mike Gray says, let's go for two. They go for two. Unfortunately for them, don't get it. But this game, guys, was if you look at the playoff standings right now, this game was massive. Massive with a capital M-A-S-S-I-V-E. Um, don't you just love it when teams score multiple points in overtime? Like, it, it sucks when it's like one team doesn't get it, the other team gets it, and it's yeah, still one. Yeah, right, now right. we had three OT points scored. But at the same time, it shows that teams are scared to go for two when the other team got the one. I like, even though they didn't get it, I like Mike Gore's decision to go That's for That's what two. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I, I like the fact that a lot of yeah, points were scored. Cool. It's an exciting yeah. overtime because there was like three overtime points scored. Yeah. But at the same time, it makes, I like the fact that if a team gets a one point, go for two and end the game. Because you're saying, Put matters like, in your own hands. Like, yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And like, not only was this a great game, it was just the, the playoff implications in this game. 
Um, and, you know, shout out to Marvels. They, you know, when it mattered most, they showed up. Not that Red Zone didn't. Red Zone, you know, look, you put, put them in that situation again, Red Zone are probably winning that game. They had the lead, they had it late, and, you know, Marvels really turned the tables around. Um, I don't want to say save their season because we still got a few games left, but if Red Zone ends up missing the playoffs and Marvels make it, this is going to be the game that we look back on. Well said. Thank you. I don't have much to add uh, to that. Max Sidori, another legend of yeah. Uh, yeah, a very dependable receiver. Solid. Amazing center for Max. Um, and also always <laughs> a good dude, always smiling. Yeah. Great to see at the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good stuff, Max. I'm just the only thing I add to these like uh, I'm just adding like the character references. Like, That's perfectly okay. <laughs> That's totally fine. That's all I have. Um do we switch games? Yeah. Um, anything to say about those two blowouts? Um, Iron Wolves, nice TDs. Played in that one. It was a close game in the first half, actually. Iron Wolves were up by six, heading into half with nice TDs starting with the ball. Um, and then, yeah, after that, like defensively, we stepped it up. Um, Iron Wolves did. John had a very clean second half. Um, Is this a... F- it's a mistake? John had a rushing TD. Really? <laughs> okay, but w- what's more surprising is the fact that John... Do you see his defensive stats? No, that, that's a mistake. So John Evans had three interceptions against Nice TDs. And in case you were wondering, Terry, he had two interceptions in Division Three. How many players were you in this game? Six. Okay, so he played the whole game. Whole game. Okay, well, I thought maybe he came in for like three drives and got three points. Yeah, like a closer. Some small valley cat type shit, you know? You probably had DeMario like ball hawking at safety all game, which is just like, that's a, <laughs> you don't have to worry about that but side I mean, of the field. John plays the short and like he's fairly tall, so like sometimes you think you have a wide open receiver by just lobbing it and he just puts his hands up in the air and he makes that catch, right? No gloves either. Damn. Old school. Yeah, he had five interceptions, John did, on the day as a defender. Probably for the first five years of the NFL, John was the best quarterback in the league and not Steve. It took Steve a while to to get to the top of his game. Just wow. quick, quick little uh, yeah. quick little historical <laughs> side there. Prior to this season, you had three career interceptions in D2 in 18 games. John tied that in one game. Wow. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, you got five this year, so. That's true. Well, I mean, guys don't throw my way. Right, Joey? <laughs> um... Wait, wait, who? So who got to <laughs> follow, Joe? You got to follow. Who got three picks? John, got John Evans picks. got three picks as a defender, and Terry had to point out that in eighteen games in D two, I only had three picks. Part of the season. Okay, honestly, like in the lower divisions, like in the winter time when John like subs for D two, like he's actually pretty decent at defense. He'll make plays, but you um, think because he's a quarterback, he can't play defense? What's more impressive? He, oh, he knows where to be, and he's so just, does. Like, so does Steve actually? Just, oh yeah, we forgot to mention D one. Steve played defense the whole game, and he got like a. Little Ray Lewis. <laughs> Little Ray Lewis, about a foot shorter. Just, just Let's leave it at that. I'd say more than one. More than one foot? <laughs> yeah. About 120 pounds less. Amazing. Amazing, all these guys. Yeah, these... these John and Steve are basically a mobile. <laughs> what a great game by John. They're he both threw, faster than He me. threw five TDs to five different receivers, too. Who did? John. And he didn't even give himself player of the week. I don't think he could. Only, only Kevin gives himself player of the week. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, Speaking of Kevin, don't forget to story pennies. Oh, when we get to that game? Yeah, when we get to the game. Um, but all that to say, um, Iron Wolf stayed in first place, and then yeah, uh, Tenant Outlaws. This we praised Steve just before Joey. We do not praise Steve in this game. He threw five picks in this one. Two to Phil Farah, 
um, and two of them going for uh, pick sixes. That's crazy. Are Outlaws in trouble? Because now Litanon have the tiebreaker over them. It, it, like This is a huge game for Red Zone this weekend, right? Red Zone's half a game behind them. I'd say Outlaws are in trouble, yes. Because their goal is to make win the championship, not to make the playoffs. So if we're looking at well, expectations... To win the championship, we've got to make the playoffs. I meant, are they in trouble of not making the playoffs? Because once they're in... Yeah. But are they, like... Yes, like, and their goal as a whole, to win the championship, yeah, they're in trouble right now. This is crazy, because Steve had, like, a bunch of super capable receivers. That's what I said, yeah. I'm sure the, the positive vibes were, uh, were going all game on Steve's, Steve's bench there. <laughs> oh yeah, we know all about that. I'm the only one who's truly allowed to make fun of Steve. Steve, if you're watching, you you know it. You know I'm your boy. I don't think you're allowed I'm to make fun of Steve because when he allowed. makes fun of you, you don't take it as well as he does. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're, it's taking baby steps, but we are getting to. Uh, if you make fun of someone, you gotta be able to take. It. I make fun of Will, but when he makes fun of me, I don't go cry. Right, Will? Yeah, but uh, I think you do a little bit better making fun of you a little more. I find Steve and I, as we get older, we get more understanding of each other's personality. So, anyway, um, I'll just to say, I don't get how Litanant lost two niceties. <laughs> they played like what that game? That was really it. They played like really bad. You know, it's like Joey. We hear the expression "any given Sunday," right? In the NFL, any given Saturday, and that Saturday, Litanant <laughs> weren't there, and this Saturday, they were there. Yeah. Do you think like maybe you think it's a matter of playing up to your competition and playing down to your competition? Like when you see outlaws, like outlaws D two haven't dominated as outlaws D one have, but you see outlaws a good squad. Like, do you think okay, like look, let's go beat these guys, as opposed to playing a team like Nice TDs? Yeah. I mean, you don't need to say that to beat Nice TDs. Right, but maybe they did because they didn't beat them, right? Yeah. Phil Farah, no touchdowns in this game. He put up 44. He got no touchdowns. Held to 43 points. That is the recipe for success for Lieutenant. Phil Farrell scoring no touchdowns? And winning the game. I, I think the best case... So the recipe for success is winning the game. <laughs> yes, yes. So they have to win the game and that's how they'll have success. <laughs> I think that... John Madden, as, as weird yeah. as it sounds... Yeah, is that what you're saying? Yes, yes. But I, what I'm saying is if you tell me Phil has one TD in the game or he has two TDs in the game... That team usually only have one or two TDs. That's not what I'm going to say. I think there's a better chance they win when he has one TD. And I know as a mathematician, Terry, you want to agree, but I'm agreeing with myself. Okay. That's rare. Thank you agree with yourself. I'm agreeing with myself. I agree with you, though. Thank you. Okay, let's go to Division 3. Um, but huge win for Leighton Alt, right? That's not... Yeah, huge win. Because Phil Farrell didn't score any touchdowns. Recipe for success. Okay, Division 3. Do you want to start with the Thunder Buddies game? Yeah. I heard that you played horrible. Uh, thanks. Um, Matching your interceptions, Terry. All that matters is the win column. One hundred percent. What does Mama always say? An ugly win is better than a pretty loss. Good comment, buddy. And also, Terry, it looks like Will accomplished a feat that you've never accomplished before: passing for over two hundred yards. I've done that more than once. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you have me as a receiver, it's well, not really that hard. I mean, Will caught two hundred yards alone from me in a game. And, and with all due respect, <laughs> though, to Terry, you you you're a, you're a great quarterback um, when you run. I mean, you're very effective. So. Yeah. Well, Terry, like Terry and I, really have different styles. So, like, I'm able to. You're a passer. Now. Yeah, yeah, but like, I could scramble to avoid a sack, but I'm not a runner. Whereas Terry's able to run and get yards and get first downs. Whereas, yeah, you don't got to defend him that much. He's the one that told me that he played awful. That's why I was telling him. Yeah. I didn't so, hear from anyone else. Look at this: David Gutkowski and Jafar play on like nine different teams here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just like, for real. Two, 
flag becomes uh, our life, really. But it's just touchdowns all day. 100%. Uh, two big receivers for me, Dave and Jack. But this game, I spoke to Brady after the game, and we like kind of agreed with each other that like it wasn't really a great game by either team, either offense. Both the defenses played really well. Uh, Jerome is a ball-hawking safety. I threw three interceptions. All three of them were to him. Jerome caught three balls in this game, which is as much as Rob and Rosalie caught together from Will. Yeah, it was from me. Yeah, <laughs> from yeah. Will. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because he um, also caught three on offense. So you basically threw him as many balls as Brady did. Sometimes that happens. And uh, yeah, really plays, really smart defender. Uh, comes out of nowhere, you don't really see him. But uh, it took us a long time, uh, Joey and, the, and uh, Terry, for us to get this offense going. Finally, we got it going late. 6-6 six, six um, at half. It was 6-6 six, six at half. They were up 12-6. We got a stop, scored. Um, what are they called? The Idaho... You the pimps? <laughs> Did you get the pump? The pun? Oh, I got it. Yep, I got it. We nice. didn't... It took us a full season to get yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> PG-13. Um, and uh, yeah, late so in the game... two of the top three offenses in the league. Yeah. Us and them. <laughs> and I, I was telling like, the guys, like, it, I think it's good that like it shows like we're able to win a game even though it wasn't pretty. Because um, we've been like winning games and like putting up yeah. points, and like the fact that defense was able to bail us out in this one. It's also two of the top three defenses. So yeah, Makes Rob sense. got a big interception in this game that set us up with, at the five yard line when we were already up thirteen twelve. Uh, then we punched it in from there. Then we got a stop, and then uh, Dave got the game. Well, the TD that really put things away. So I think like come playoff time, we see this matchup again. It'll probably be a little bit more high scoring. Uh, but credit to both defenses. Honestly, played really good games. There's a lot of teams in this division. Yeah, and yes. like. A lot of solid teams. Right. Like, we, I tell you, right now, Rossos is not in the playoff spot. Like, if I told you that preseason. Yeah, I would have been surprised. Yeah. But at the same time, preseason, we did speak about there's going to be good teams not making the playoffs, right? Yeah, but I was sure Rossos was a lock. Yeah, I, I thought they were a top five team. J- sorry to cut you off. Um, I wasn't talking. See, see how bloody <laughs> I am to uh, Joey? Jack Rabbits with a huge win. Uh, this weekend, uh, I know Jacques was, Rabbit's uh, uh, not that good of a team. We're seeing Nick, Nick Blair early in the season. Like they have more wins and losses, and like Blair like hasn't really been there for them. And so they were three and three heading into this game against Le Bin, who were also three and three heading into this game. And because of that win, Terry Jack Rabbits are in a playoff spot, while uh, Le Bin are the outside looking. Four straight in. wins after going zero and three to start the season. Huge wins against Bin and Manitou to win their last two games. It's not how you start; it's how you. Finish my dog. Yeah. <laughs> also, Iron Wolves. I noticed had are in a playoff spot right now. They had also started the season one and three and three straight wins. Shout out to Gab Boucher who had a really big game against Old School. Yeah. And I told John to recruit him for his D three team. Did you? And now After we're going to play against them this week. Yeah. Guys like Terry and Steve are just. They're they're like hawks yeah, scouting these, these the kids. So like I recruited him for someone else. They have to get these guys. I, I, I literally said I, I recruited him for someone else. I recruited that guy for John's team. Oh, nice. He's yeah. so good at it, he can recruit it for other people. Because <laughs> John lost Marvin this season. He's saying, who could fill the void? And I, I refed that finals of uh, Black Diamonds in the winter. And that guy was a, yeah, was a complete baller, both sides of the ball. And I'm like, John, ask this guy to play on your D3 team. And he's leading the team in, I think, every category. So listen when I talk. And yes. that was actually, that was with uh, Iggy throwing in that game. Iggy threw for Iron Wolves. Like, Gab Boucher has 10 touchdowns on that team, and the second leading guy has three. Did you hear what I said? Yeah, Iggy threw in that game. Okay. Is Gab related to Catherine? I don't ask Will. <laughs> Will knows the relations of brother, sisters, okay. cousins, girlfriends. Hey, hey, but that, 
so guys, guys, that was that was good entertainment. This is why this is why people are watching this show because you guys keep to it light. Find out about the couple. You guys keep it funny. Thank you. So believe it or not, Gab and John, uh, Gab, uh, Gab, Gab, no, not Gab, Gab and John. Sorry, sorry. And Catherine. Sorry, Kat. Thank you. Catherine and John are dating. Yeah, that's okay. That's all new. No, but Catherine and Gab are married. Figure that one out. <laughs> that's I'm right. just kidding, folks. <laughs> but no, I don't think they're brother and sister, but I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. Well, there's a lot of Bouchers in, in Quebec. So. Yeah. We even have a Boucher team in D4. A full team of Bouchers. <laughs> At first, I thought it was Catherine's team joining when I saw the team and there was no roster. I'm like, oh, John, did Catherine... And you know sometimes John just puts like like the lasting right, right, team. Right, right. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like we forgot to talk about it in D2. I was going to put you on the spot, but I guess we should keep it for the final remarks. But uh, Yeah, keep, keep it. Talk about that. Let me put a note. I mean, are, you, are you guys even going to talk about... Um, D, uh, D5 today? Or? Oh, don't worry. Yeah, that we, you guys don't really... Uh, I mean, <laughs> on this show, we save the best for last. You, you offer very little value to the viewers <laughs> of, of D5, so I don't... I mean, I, I just want to... Oh, that's why you're here, right? 100%. You took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, those grades were absurd, if I can speak for all of D5. No. Absurdly good? <laughs> no, they were, they were... I think they were they were fair. I think mine were a little bit better I mean, than when the world's grading system is completely off, it's really hard to have good grades, right? Well, Terry's grading <laughs> system is like everybody else's and their mother, so I tried to invent like a little like, like new... <laughs> It, it was fair, but but I think you guys got exposed because, and I don't expect you guys to watch every D five game, but well, I only ref D five just so you know. Terry only <laughs> makes me, I'm only allowed to ref D five games. Well, we got like um, I th- I felt it was like for like five weeks in a row. I remember I had Marvin, uh, I forget who I, I think it was. Oh yeah, it was Gabby Marvin like every week. Oh, refing your games. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which is good. Good refs. I'm good with them. Any other games uh, since we're still in Division 3? Well, yeah, we've hardly talked about D3. <laughs> yeah. we got we got to <laughs> respect here. So uh, let's go. Manitou Boys destroying the Chiefs. Uh, a very up and down season, Manitou Boys. Destroying teams, getting destroyed. Well, Leon, destroyed Leon Holder throwing six TDs. 268 yards. Well, look at this. Four TDs from... Uh, that guy is you good. you pronounce last name? Because it's probably from uh, close to... This is the dude who comes to Broussard. Yes. The 18-year-old. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. He's, he has a tank top. That's how do you pronounce last name? He's a good player, yeah. How do you pronounce last name? It's, it's like your name. There's a lot of uh, um, I would say Zaplipsky. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that, that sounds yeah, pretty that good. That sounds good. It could yeah. be totally off, but it sounded good. <laughs> yeah. But Him and Marco, uh, good. Alexander yeah. and Marco, like, all six of, combining for all six of Leon's touchdowns, combining for 182 yards. Alex is very good, folks. Zaplipsky, like you said. Zaplipsky. Yeah. So good. Manuel, he, a sack, two picks. I believe he play, plays or played Seja uh, football. So I believe so, too. Yeah. He has that shirt and that cool shirt he wears. He's a pretty funny kid. Yeah, he's a nice guy. That's the cool shirt he wears. It's the Quebec football. Okay. And then, like, the Quebec, like, logo. Yeah. But, yeah, no, good kid. Baller. Manitou boys. And what happened to Chiefs then? They had a backup quarterback. But they've been, unfortunately, they've been a mess all year. Different guys playing, different So much talent on this team, though. Oh, I played against that quarterback on the weekend. He has a cannon for an arm. Oh, Pierre Olivier. Yes. You were rushing him, eh? Uh, yeah, rushing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, super, super awesome arm, like perfect spiral. He struggles with short accuracy. Mm. Uh, he puts too much heat on the, 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 the short balls. I mean, as, as long as he can improve in that, like... It definitely looks like he knows how to throw football. Like he's... Dude, sick, yeah. sick arm. <clears throat> Maybe just taking more time to adapt to the smaller field of a flag, but like he, he definitely has a good arm. He's throwing like Brett Favre, like fireballs <laughs> at his receivers. And it's like, dude... <laughs> Cause like that's why like Kevin you know Kevin's passes are hilariously soft and it's, it's crazy like, so, so easy to catch 
But I mean, I mean, to the counterpoint, once you get in those higher divisions, you're going to need an arm like that. So let's hope he can clean up the accuracy. And I do see a big future for him. And I mean, like he is, they're Columbus are a good team, <clears throat> dude. You just you what his arm? You can't teach that, right? like six. I mean, miles. yeah. You, no, I feel like arm strength. You, it's hard to teach, right? When there's football clinics where you teach arm strength, but it's, it's <laughs> tougher. Like, you literally can teach that. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but I, like, you got to pay like thousands of dollars for some like QB guru to come, or like I think it's easier to teach accuracy. Uh, I'm not sure. Oh, it's a tough one. Yeah, that is not tough. sure. All right, do we have any any more D3 games? No, let's go to D4. Let's go to D4. Okay, I got Good a good one for D4. I'm going to start. Okay. Uh, serial killer's weakest link, okay? Don't let the score fool you. This game, okay? So, Marvin's scrabbling to find players for the weakest link because they're only four guys. But to their knowledge, serial killer's only three players. So then they each have, like, another guy show up. So, weakest link are now five players, and serial killers are four players. Okay. You need five players to start the game. Yeah. So as soon as Weakest Link get their fifth player, mm-hmm. time starts and get six points added every five minutes. And uh, Serial Killers had a bunch of guys stuck in traffic. They had like three guys show up eventually after 10 minutes. So the score was 12 to nothing for Kay. the Weakest Link. Yeah. So then the game started and Marvel was like just hoping that their players wouldn't show up because he thought the only way they could win this game was by forfeit. <laughs> and this game had huge playoff implications as well. Yeah, it did. It did. And uh, Mad application games are fun. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, shit. And then now they showed up and Marvin's team played the game with five players the whole game. And Serial Killers ended up being 6 or 7. But the game started 12 nothing for the weakest link. Yeah. And they ended up winning this game 24-8. So 12-8. Yeah. So okay. he still won even without those 12 points, yeah. which is very, very shocking. And to make matters even worse, so Serial Killers start with the ball. Yeah. And then when, after their first possession, the weakest link had no football. And the Serial was like, we're not going to give you our football. <laughs> Like, no, 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 we'll give you the football if he gives back our 12 points or let's meet in the middle, six or whatever. And Marv, Marvin's like, no. But the league <laughs> provides footballs, but Kevin had them in his car. So then as Kevin's walking back, because I was ref- meeting with Kevin, yeah. Kevin's walking back to the car to get the football. He's already, like, at the car. And they're like, okay, fine, just take our football. <laughs> so I'm like, well, we only got one ref, so we got to wait for the other ref now that you guys decide to finally give the football. So that game was a mess from beginning to end. Sounds uh, like a fun game to ref, though. Yeah. Um, serial Killers scored... Twice on back-to-back touchdowns, and both times there was a rush interference call that brought that brought that back. Um, that's all I gotta say. I don't understand how they didn't score more points on a five-man. I was gonna say, are they overcomplicating things? Is it like because if you they run, were going deep way too can't. often when Marvin's literally lined up thirty yards in the backfield, yeah, like yeah. literally waiting there, and like they would send one guy deep, and like why are you testing Marvin one on one? Right, like, right. Like I know he has a cast, but like don't let that fool you. No, no, no. Yeah, the I, I don't know what it was. Like I, they were just not playing their best football. Because they this is like not a what we're used to seeing from Syracuse. Because we're like they were a high scoring offense, right? Yeah, like, athletic guys. Like they complement each other really well because they have some quick guys. They have some guys that are a little bit sore but have good hands, um, and you know they're able to put like a few different guys in the quarterback situation. Yeah. Marvin led the team in uh, passing yards and receiving yards with 25 receiving yards. <laughs> Amazing. <That's> fairly impressive. <laughs> All right, yeah. So, uh, what other games were there? Phoenix won by forfeit. Mm, tough. Uh, Mustard Tigers here. blew out the Sour Peeps. Well, at least the Sour Peeps showed up this week. So, Brian Mustard must have had a nice game there. Probably has his uh, receivers like um, John, uh, Thomas Nodge. Like, all, all the same guys have been playing for that team for a while. 
They're a, a good group of guys. They they're, are. They're fun yep. team. Very fun guys, yep. So Tyler and Thomas leading and receiving. Okay, John Morris. Good. And uh, doesn't Mary Lou play for them too as rusher? Not this season. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen her on the team this season. All right. So I saw another blowout there, 46-2, to two, I believe. Um, yeah, super friends against the goats. Who's the super friends? Who? who what do you think about this picture? <laughs> it's something. <laughs> no comment. I mean, I'm a Bills fan, so I don't talk about the the Pats. I, I can't. They've destroyed us too many times on our own field. So, Jacob Morin throwing 15 completions, seven going for touchdowns. His brother Alex catching seven of those 15, 227 of his 213 yards and four touchdowns out of the seven. We call that backyard football. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, oh, damn. Like, Alex had more touchdowns than the GOATS quarterback had, compl- no, as many as he had completions. Yeah, do you think GOATS moved down next season? A division? Yeah. 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 They got to, I think. They did. Because, Joey, you asked who Super Friends were. Do you, uh, if you know Flamboyant Flamingos, they were together. And they split, and they have their own separate teams now. So, Flamboyant ah, Flamingos are a team. So there's, a, there's dueling factions. Yes, in the, the same division. Interesting. Yeah. So, interesting storyline there. Was I there think some drama that split? No, the, it's just uh, that the I roster got so. big. Like, I think Flamingos had a couple of injuries, so they recruited some guys. Notably the Moraine brothers. And then, like, the roster's getting, getting bigger bigger. And then they were like... I just make two teams instead of one. That's my understanding. Yeah, sometimes uh, a team adds too many guys, and then you know there's not enough room for other guys in the team. I mean, I wouldn't know anything about that. But. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, tough. We talk about a forfeit, Terry. Um, Wizards forfeiting their second game now. That's tough. You know, no one likes to see that. They already posted this week actually looking for a player. So if you're looking to play a game, Wizards are looking for a guy or a girl. So um. Yeah, it's on Facebook. We don't want to see a third forfeit. Oh, well, they should obviously they should look for a good player who who wants to play. You available, Joey? Four game, yeah. Maybe and if you're not busy. What time's 11? your game? What time's your game? I think we're playing at um eleven thirty or eleven eleven. Oh, that sucks. They're playing at eleven sure. as well. <clears throat> All right. We have any any other big games in D four that we haven't? Uh, because I know, like, when I'm watching this show and you guys don't talk about us, I get pissed. So I'm well, just we like, have a lot of teams to talk about, right? Like, in, in D4, there's 14 teams. Like, we yeah. try to talk It's, about, like, impossible to talk yeah, about. Yeah, right? like, obviously, the games we watch more, we're going to talk about more of those teams. But we also try to talk about teams that we don't talk about. Like, the Mississippi exactly. Report cards, we talk about literally every team. Um, I don't know if there's any games here that you feel there's teams we haven't spoken about in a while. Uh, yeah, you gotta be well, realistic. We can't talk about you guys all the time. What is your What is your opinion on um, the Phoenix in D four? And also, exactly like we're not gonna waste our time talking about Phoenix. Kevin talks about them enough in his article. <laughs> That's true. Right? That's true. We're not. Yes. So, how about what are your opinion on Wizards do group five G? I think it's SG. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry guys. Um, so uh, it's funny you ask. I refed one of their first games. Nope, I refed their fourth game of the season. <laughs> um, they, these are football guys, Joey. I think these are football guys that are learning the game of flag football and how different it is. Because when I ref their game, they had a running back in the backfield almost like every second play. And I'm literally handoffs. That's absurd. Yeah, and it's like either fake handoff, handoff, and yeah, throw. No. A lot of trick plays. So, 
you know, it can work, but it's not like a recipe for success. Right. Um, don't, and, don't RPO in, in, in MFL unless you, if, if it's just like one play every once in a while and you have like a, a super fast running back. But other than that, man, just get in shotgun and, and chuck it. Like, yeah. Let that baby Rushers, don't forget if there's a guy in the backfield arms reach the quarterback, you could rush from the line of scrimmage. You don't got like from one yard technically, you don't have to do the anyone could if there's a running back and if there's a second if there's a, any player within arms reach of the quarterback, yeah. You don't need to be at seven yards. Anyone could cross line of scrimmage. You can rush at a yard. Yeah, you can rush at a yard. Joey knew that, eh? I mean <laughs> I go before I go to bed every night <laughs> I, t- I I choose one part of the rule book just to refresh myself on. And you're still on the first page. You know, like <laughs> you know, I haven't checked out Section twenty four A. This <laughs> recently, it's like a passage, right? Like, seriously, like, passage before you go to bed. if at any point during the play, a player comes within arm's reach of the quarterback, you anyone could cross line. That's good to know. And it doesn't even have to be a fake or a handoff. Literally, just have to pass in front. Of so if someone's lined up there, the rusher could literally go at one yard and rush from there. So that's what you see. Like, look, they have seven <laughs> points per game. Um, Joey, it's hard to win games. <laughs> no, but only eighteen against because they're athletic. Like, that's yeah. impressive. When you're scoring seven, like, you think the other team's going to score 20 plus, 30 plus. Yeah. These, that's these a good guys point. are athletic. Yeah, thank you. There's a, they're going to have a good MFL career if they stick to it. So, this, this makes me think, like, over my years in the MFL, I see a lot of new teams that come in, and, and you'll have, like, a really tough first season <clears> because <throat> you're getting crushed. And the problem is, it takes a few seasons mm-hmm. to understand how to succeed on offense. How to how to um, how to learn how to play defense in three two four one and and like you know if if you really want to man but like mm-hmm. you you really like for if you guys are a new team new players like you need to push yourself to come back next season because it's gonna get better mm-hmm. you'll get crushed in the first season yeah maybe in the second too <laughs> uh, a good part though that you need is you usually need to get a guy. Or a girl who has been playing for a while, who can who knows what they're doing. So like that's why when John would go and, and like quarterback all these new teams, mm-hmm. it helped the league overall for sure. because he could teach them, yeah. right? Yeah. Hundred percent. Wise words. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Terry. I think that's the first time Terry's ever admitted that I said something smart. Well, it must be the first time you did say something smart then. Because <laughs> <laughs> I speak the truth. Guilty as charged. <laughs> uh, you go to D five now? I mean I mean I guess we got it. Let's start with your game. Okay. Run uh, us through it. Because Improbable had pulled together a couple of wins. I th- um, oh, no. They had two straight. No, they had one win, basically, against Hard Target, which was very impressive. And then they lost to Mimosa Crew. And then you guys seem to have beaten them easily based on the score. So what happened there? Um, I, well, I, I don't... I... Um, you want some time? I don't think they have... We're talking about your team. I don't think that they have um, the the offense to win a championship. I'll just keep it at that. Mm-hmm. They have good players who have been playing in this league for a long time. I'm like That's just my first uh, thought on you guys. I don't know. Maybe I need to watch you more. Um, but, I mean, yeah. like You got Matthew and Charles and... and, um, and uh, it's all the same guys from from Matthew's teams over the, over the years. Mm-hmm. Maybe they were missing a few guys. I don't know. You, um, well, the thing is, it, Matt actually kind of took over um, at quarterback because he wasn't originally the starting QB. Okay, so that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I couldn't spit it out because yeah, I didn't yeah. want to be like. But who who was their real quarterback? Charles, Matt's brother. And why wasn't he playing quarterback? 
Uh, it's been a couple of games that Matt took over because Charles okay. plays on two teams, and he said like I think he works nights and okay, he just didn't want the quarterback duties. Yeah, I mean, um, I I think unfortunately right now in D five there's there's four truly competitive teams that I believe will will be in the final four uh, in the semifinals. Who are your four? Because I can make an argument for five. Um, so my my I think f- for six. I'm I'm gonna say so us and Drama Club. I I believe like for us, Drama Club is our the dragon we have to slay. Mm-hmm. And then you also have um, uh, Yan's team because Yan's playing really well this season. He has that Cyclone? massive receiver. Uh, what's bizarre, it? bizarre. Yeah, that dude's a freak. And then the the other team is um, the Night Triangles. Who mm-hmm. I don't really remember a lot from our game. I know we beat them, but they're doing really they well. Missing their quarterback in that game. Okay. Yeah. yeah they so they always point it out in the comments. So there you go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So that that's that's what about les who you guys only beat by one possession on the last minute drive. Um, they had like yellow pennies in that. I think oh, maybe you weren't there that game. Can you go to the roster? They have that. The quarterbacks, the the guy who subbed for Chiefs, uh, Pierre Olivier. Um, I was not there. Yeah, I don't think you were there that them, game. But I played for the for Drama Club on uh, Saturday, and we played against them, and. Um, it was a pretty tight win with Simon at quarterback, but um, like I said, like about this quarterback, like he needs some improvement. Uh, maybe he'll make me eat my words and he'll like turn it on nearing the end of the season. But I, I don't know. It's he needs to get more accurate on those short balls, or else they're going to have a really tough time. What do you? Th- sorry to cut you off. Uh, or sorry to almost cut you off. Mimosa crew there, Joey, five and two. Um, do you think that you think that maybe they're the fifth best team because we talked about like teams roster, please. Man, this podcast never been so unorganized. Can we finish talking about the Phoenix and Pro okay. game first? Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> like, why are we talking about everything? Ma- Ma- Master Terry's talking right now, Joe. So gonna... I mean, we started talking about Phoenix and Pro We said two, three words. Now we're talking about every other team yeah. in the division. That makes it fun, though. It's like popcorn. But you know what? Squeeze your popcorn. popcorn Joey's complained that we don't talk about enough, <laughs> enough teams or whatever, and now we're going jumping from here to there. Well, I've never seen Matt throw. How is Matt as a quarterback? I know it maybe wasn't his most impressive game, but like... How like does he have a this one nice ball? Um, honestly, for D five, I think he's a he's a fair quarterback. Uh, he's yeah, he makes plenty of completions. Um, you know, they just didn't have too many like truly threatening players. We're we're very fortunate. We have Khalil, and a, a lot of the people on our team are are improving like in front of our eyes. Like yeah, big Veronique. Yeah, Veronique is like she's catching like six balls a game now. It's I I, I told her I was like amazed by her improvement. Mm. Um. Uh, Kat Blondin is is dependable, and um, Vincent's uh, Gabriel Ch- uh, Chaput has also improved. Were they there that game? So that's good. But I'm not going to talk about my. Nobody wants to hear me talk about Phoenix, right? Uh, we got to talk about who's Larry team. Ryan. Uh, just they. We needed. Uh, we only had um, five players, so we needed two subs. They were two uh, friends of uh, John's, I think. Okay. I don't oh, know no, if I'm is. seeing. Sorry. Yeah. No, no. Go, go. Thanks. Go, go, go. I don't know if I'm seeing things, but I think it's that Kevin had two interceptions as a defender. That is that right? Yeah. 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 No, Kevin. Kevin gets picks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's D five. You know, it's it's, 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 it's it's not the end. Kevin's a smart mind. He's a smart mind too, right? <laughs> he has four on the season. That's but look, look, look at the reception count. Look at how Kevin is spreading the ball around. That is impressive. Three mm-hmm. receivers over twenty cat uh, receptions. Um, in terms of yards, we got two over two hundred. The touchdowns could be a little. More evened out though. Well, so look at Khalil. Khalil has nine touchdowns on offense, and then look how many sacks he has on defense. Three is thirteen, eh? Bro, he's almost a, two a game. Khalil's a cyborg. 
I, I call him the big freak. <laughs> yeah. But all right, enough, yeah, enough about, about, you guys. Enough about <laughs> Phoenix. Let's. So we're gonna uh, talk about most of crew. Uh, That's yes. what we were getting at? Yeah, because... Uh, Before I brought Mo- you guys back to where we're, we were. Mimosa Crew has been a pleasant surprise for me this year. 5-2 uh, and two right now. Struggled in, in years past. Uh, you talked about like cream of the crop in D. Division 5. Didn't mention them. Um, <clears throat> any particular reason? Or you just kind of like... The other team sent up to you a little bit more. I need to see the roster. I need to understand how these... 5-2 and two with a minus 40 differential. That's something else. Uh, let me see. And their quarterback is a one to two yeah, no, TD I... to interception ratio. Good running quarterback. Even when you add the rushing touchdowns, it's still it's still not <laughs> it's still below one. They're winning games. Yes, they are. It's pretty impressive. Um, let's see their schedule. Who they got coming up? Titans, Buck, and Remplaçant. So they could very easily go two and one, if not three and zero, oh in that stretch. Yeah, they were not playing Phoenix this year. Hmm. That explains a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I've never. Yeah, so maybe there's a team, and maybe they're saying, "Joey, you don't know what you're talking about." Like, we're we're part of that top four. I, I've never seen them play. They also have Dolphins uniforms, Terry. At uh, Joey, Dolphins like uniforms. Interesting. Yeah. And that would be the team located in Miami, Florida. Ah, okay. Good, good, good. Yeah, good that's good. about to win the Super Bowl. Good. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> um. Good city. Good city. Got to return someday. Yeah. Yeah. Could you have seen the drama club remplaçant game go either way? Like, if they play 10 times, is it easily, very easily, it's 5-5? Five, five. Well, it was all subs, Terry. It was, I was on drama club on that. On that, um... that was the game I also filmed, but yes, yeah, but I you, could. Did you film just one play of this game and then you filmed like five of the other game? No, I... F- like, that you posted. I, only saw, yeah. I think I only saw one video of this game. Yeah, only one video was filmed. It's a very I... easy, like, that curl game, route by the <laughs> snapper wide open. play. Simo looked under no duress. Hitting a Ben. One win cover to yeah. our boy Ben. Ben uh, Le- uh, Le- Petit. Yeah. Le Petit. So, um, actually, I got to say, uh, I have actually been amazed be- um, because I left for all of 2021 and-, and Ben has improved his game so much, particularly catching. I mean, he's become so much more effective. I'm actually like, I'm, I mean, Ben's, Ben's, Ben's always like... He- He's always there. He's all you can tell. Like he, he loves the game. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's um he's definitely gotten better. You know what I feel about? He's at the right like place at the right time. Like even on defense too. Like he's where the action is. Like he doesn't make mistakes. If there's a ball that gets popped in the air, most probably Ben is going to catch it. <laughs> if if Drama Club's best players show up, like you got um, Nicholas Potavan on defense, you got mm-hmm. Ben. Um, like you know, everybody has a different <clears throat> opinion on Simon at quarterback. Personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I get really annoyed playing against him because I find he makes these very these throws you don't think are going to be good, and he he always drops these dimes. I think he's a good quarterback. I think it's going to be really tough to play against them. They're and but they always have guys missing. So hmm. yeah, he impressed me in that game. He's good. He has good touch on a long ball. I mean, it's the guy's playing like five games a Saturday. So I mean, yeah. I mean like. It's just always at the field. <laughs> uh, I caught a bit of the hard target Cyclones game, and I saw firsthand what we were talking about with John Lavoie being a ball hawk on that defense. Yeah. He could have had three interceptions game. Instead, he had three pass defense. Okay. <laughs> hey, still good. Yeah, like, you, you guys, 
I'm sorry for interrupting. You guys uh, made some... We don't need to apologize for that. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Terry would be saying sorry every second word. You, you guys made a correct report card on... Because I was... Oh, I, I thought our reports were horrible in D5. Oh, yeah. Horrendous, you said. Like, Years. I was getting, like, jealous because you guys were giving Cyclones too much airtime. But to be honest, like, when you look at their roster, yeah. they are a good roster. And as long as Yan keeps throwing up, um, you know, these, these good balls, these deep balls, yeah. He, I mean, they're going to be tough. But how about so? How about this this team with Gordon Billings? At Gordon Billings is a sub for this game. He came to sub. Okay. He he seemed fairly okay to start the game at quarterback. Uh, then John tells me at halftime he's literally never thrown the ball before. He's just an athlete that he has as a friend, and they want to throw the ball for the first time that week. And he had like he threw a nice ball for a guy that's never thrown the football before. Uh-huh. But on defense, he had two picks, two pick sixes on back to back drives. Wow. So who is hard targets regular quarterback? Um, Morgan. Yes, that is correct. Yeah, Morgan, chill, dude. <laughs> yeah, one guy. Who is that new eighteen-year-old ref? And he's just like, was oh, the one that was refing your game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Steelers hat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I love that kid. He made a good call. He got criticized by I forget who, but he made a good call. What was the call? It was an interception, non-interception. Oh, it was our boy Quinton? It hit the ground and it looked like it could have been a pick, but it wasn't a pick, and he called no catch. Okay. I, I just like his overall aura. It's like a mix of like not caring, but also being likable. <laughs> it's like you got to care as a ref or else yeah. Mr. Rulebook's going to fire you. I mean, you'd like for the refs to know the rules, right? Like, you took a couple of shots. <laughs> I didn't say anything. But for I've everyone wondering, it's because Joey used to ref. He doesn't ref anymore because he wasn't good enough at it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> he just didn't know the rules. <laughs> and I kept telling him, how do you not read the rule book when you're refing? NFL ref of the year before and then, Terry even graduated high school. He, so he, thanks. thanks. He likes taking that. shots at me because I know most rules off my heart. But I, I, I'd appreciate <laughs> the refs knowing the rules, you know? Like, just I, have some, I have some refs sending me like, emails with like 26 questions about yeah, specific rules. Yeah. And I, like, I love that so much because it just shows that they're taking the time to read the rule book. And there are stuff that are not clear. And like, as a player, you think you know all the rules. But like, as a ref, you got to make that decision in a split second. Mm. You don't have time to think about... Hmm, what is the call? If this and this happens, what do I do? No, you have to know it bef- like before it happens. So I take pride in what I do, and I like being good at it. And to be good at it, I need to study it. So, so Terry is the <clears throat> type of friend for me that I take a ton of <laughs> passive-aggressive shots at him. He doesn't return. But th- the truth is, is that there was nobody else really that John was going to pick for the head of refs but Terry. This is the perfect job for you. You care about the rules. You're, oh, you're one appreciate of the, that. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is your gig, man. You own refing in the MFL. So that's, that's my... That's well said. That's, <laughs> I, have to, I have to give you a shot back for you to be nice afterwards. <laughs> exactly. Um, do we do this? Yeah, of course. we got to go to Broussard. <clears throat> yeah, what, what do you want? What do you mean? We'll start with D2. Yeah? Because we did the Mississippi Report Cards backwards for okay. Montreal, so we got to do the same for... Smart. Okay, MFLers. Let's try this really fast, okay? Yeah, yeah, very. If if you're an MFLer in Saturday in Montreal and you want to extend the fun all weekend and you want to come, honestly, come to Broussard. Broussard is a great time. We have a great culture there. It's like pretty evenly uh, francophone, anglophone, I find, which is great. You get all types of different people. Come to Broussard and make that beautiful drive over the uh, Champlain. Champlain. Yeah. It'll change your life. Call 514 <laughs> It's really not, not that far in Broussard. Once you cross the bridge, it's like literally a five-minute drive. That's what's like it's not deep on the South Shore for those like. It takes me stairs. like an hour to get there from home, but I mean I feel like I should be getting commissioned for some of these sales. I'm gonna you know, I mean, Well, if you bring in a new team in the fall, John is gonna give you commission. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, John. Because there is that. Uh John's giving credits for um 
people bringing in new teams or new players to the MFL. Isn't that something? Okay, so yes, yes, it is. Thank you, Willie. Yeah. So uh, three quarters away report cards. Because <laughs> not mid-season report cards. It's like basically almost end of season report cards. All right. So twenty-eight to three. These guys came into Broussard two years ago. They were. This awful. guy thinks he's decided we're going to start with. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Okay. They were awful. Yeah. And look at look at how. I think they... offers an over overstatement. <laughs> like, they, I mean, that's being nice. Understatement. Yes. Understatement. Yeah. But. Great guys. I was the one who was always refing them in the first season. I, I I ignored them for like the first five games, and I was like, I was like, Joey, you can't not like these guys. They're so likable. And now they're playing. You know, they've stuck with it. They came back. They came back, and now they know how to play. They know how to win, and it also doesn't help or it doesn't hurt when you have John as quarterback. It's crazy. You change the quarterback, and some of the other players are good. Yeah, <laughs> they have talent now. The team had like Corey LaRock leading the way with three hundred and thirty yards, eight touchdowns. Um, like a new star was born, right? You know how John loves that sniper position. Yeah. Who, um, what is the name of the guy? He's gonna get mad at me. Who? who he's got the the gold chain, the, the the amazing shades. Oh, the curly hair. Yeah, yeah. Who is that? Massimiliano. Yeah, I'm so sorry. It's definitely an Italian last name. Is it Chapelli? It's, it's Massimiliano. I think you're talking about. Could be. Is it, okay. Does he have his picture? Yeah, that dude's. Oh, yes, yeah, that yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Massimiliano. That dude is a legend. Yeah. He's a baller, too. Well, this team yeah. got a lot of ballers. Like, he's leading the team with three interceptions tied with uh, Nicola. Um, Cataret is, is just um, a court jester. He's oh, he, out now? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, towards ACL. Oh, that's not good. No. Um, but we pray for a speedy recovery. Yeah, definitely. He's got to he get a cane like Terry. Okay, yeah. so, sorry, what? I said he's got to get a cane. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why I think maybe he didn't tear his ACL. Maybe he just tore his meniscus. Because I don't think he got the MRI results yet. And what's his name? Uh, Nick, Nick was telling me that he was walking the week it happened. Uh, like, I couldn't walk for two weeks. So, if, yeah. if he was walking the week he tore his ACL, like, he'll be back in a month playing probably. It's a tear of some <laughs> sort. So, K- KOLB is in second. So, you got to give him a grade. We're giving out grades. What's your grade for 28-3? Based on your uh, grading system, is it going to be like a Z or a M? It's an L? A. <laughs> Do I get to grade? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm an A. There, you guys are going to not like this, but because you have John, I'm that's my penalty for you, because twenty-eight to three is you guys. It's not John, so I'm going to give a B plus. Okay. Does that even really make sense? Not I mean, really. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> like their team. Look, is I don't John. always make sense. It makes the show a good show. All right, I'll give you in between the B plus and the, the that's an A minus. Actually, I'll give them a minus. You give them the B plus, and he gives okay, the A. Okay, and there we go. There we go. Perfect. Uh, KLB, what's your grade for them? A minus. Five and one, good squad. Um, only loss was against alternates, actually. I mean, it feels like it feels like they're just having like a Sunday <laughs> laugh out there. Like my. My my stepdad used to make fun of us, like if we weren't playing hard in hockey, and he'd be like, "You're you're having a Sunday skate, like the, you know, like the public skating." Okay, right, yeah, right, right. like no, one, and like that's what I feel about KLB. Like they they know they're good, and they're kind of like not playing or trying as hard as they could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you have Quinton enough at receiver, and you know Quinton's not there to sco- to dominate. Yeah, He's there to have fun. And they do have a lot of guys coming back from a lot of injuries. This is one of the reasons why this team did not sign up in in uh, the Montreal League after winning D2. And they have Maxim Plot, first time 
I believe, quarterback. Yeah. Um, They're both good athletes. They're Alex Valliar leading the way good. with 350 yards, six touchdowns, and also with 10 sacks. You know how good of a rusher he is. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to give this team, I think, a solid age just based on the fact that they got a new quarterback. Whenever you have a guy that's throwing for the first time 15 touchdowns to six interceptions, mm-hmm. over 50% completion percentage, you mm-hmm. can't really ask for more than that, right? Mm-hmm. Did, you give, did you grade them? Um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll give them an... Bunch of athletes on the team. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go B plus as well. So I got both 28 to 3 and KLB at B plus. Solid. Let's go with the Ravens. Um, led by another other than Stephen Harpsod. Uh, yeah. Go first 20 touchdowns, six interceptions in five games. Uh, this is a team that was a little lost before they got the addition of a bunch of uh, regulars of MFL to help them out. Yeah, now they're a squad. <laughs> yeah, now they're a squad. And mm-hmm. they're 5-2. and two, And they're a very good squad. Yes, they are. So Four straight wins. I played against them on Sunday. Yeah. And JF... You've uh, also played with them this season. Yes, I, believe, I right? have. Yeah, and um, on Sunday, JF crushed me twice on two stop-and-go touchdowns. They were up by probably... They 25. were up 31-6. Yeah. Steve takes his belt off at halftime, <laughs> gives the football to JF... Steve knows he has the one in the bag. Probably opens opens a beer. He's having a good time. Yeah. We take we remove the quarterback reins from Rob White because he played like trash. We give the quarterback to Jacob Rose. Rose throws three straight TDs. Steve puts the belt back on. Why did, why did <laughs> Rob start a quarterback if it was prime time? He wanted because he wanted to. We uh, Jacob Rose didn't mind not throwing. He did not mind, and the yeah. agreement was that would both could play. But and Steve actually came back in the game of quarterback. He no because by the time when we scored our final touchdown against them, Steve like you could see he was like putting the belt back yeah, on, yeah, but then the, the refs called it. So they, so Steve's team, the Ravens, won thirty-one to twenty-six. So what do you give them as a grade? You know them the most since you played with them against them. I don't bet against the Steve team anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm giving them an, an A minus. I I think they're the favorites. Yeah, but the grade is based on what they did so far, not what you think they're going to do to end the season. Okay, yeah, that's 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 a fair point. Well, you could grade them however you want to grade them, right? <laughs> like Terry. Hey, don't talk about don't talk to me about grading. But you could grade <laughs> your professor Sizik right now, not uh, Babbles. I can't I'm give them Sizik Zik B plus. So I got three at B plus. <laughs> there you go. I'm gonna go with what you were gonna give them in an A minus because this team is hot. They won four straight <laughs> games. They're sitting at five and two. They got the addition of Alex on the team that's going to be full-time. Telling you guys he's a really good player. You got Steve at quarterback that shouldn't be allowed to throw in Brossar D2, in my opinion. So true. You got, uh, true. like you said, Jeff, who The exception is, being was a free agent team. He could be throwing to six toddlers and he shouldn't be allowed. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, Steve could pick out like... Like like six squirrels. Six squirrels. Yeah. I was thinking, you were going to fly. And he's and, like, he should be able to win a championship with that team, literally. Um... <laughs> so uh, Laval's on that team as receiver, like you said, getting two stop and goes. Steve could have six joeys at receiver. <laughs> yeah, I hope six joeys are better than six squirrels. For God's sake, that's questionable. I don't know. The squirrels <laughs> got speed. Squirrels are much You see those yeah. brothers hang time, bro? They got hang time. <laughs> We're talking um, about the squirrels that have the net, the, the thing under their arms, like a bro, flying squirrel. Yeah, 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 flying squirrels. But they got hang time. Um, <laughs> let's move along. But yeah, uh, I was gonna say they got a solid squad. Uh, Laurence, who like loves his flight football, there every Sunday. Um, cool guy. We played with him before. <laughs> Foucault? that that huge dude. 
That's six foot. <laughs> no, the one that brings you on the two stop and goes. GF. Oh, that's GF. GF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. His last name was Laurence. Yeah. He called him Laurence. Yeah, okay. yeah, his yeah. last name was Laurence. Yeah. GF. Yeah. Stick to first name basis. Yes, here. you're right. You're right. Sorry, GF. <laughs> yeah. uh, good player, getting better. Um, knows his stuff. Jason Armonte on the team, calling defense. Great guy. Uh, Great guy. That will be demoted very quickly because that defense <laughs> is not playing well. But they got guys to win championship in D two. Rusty trombones. What's the grade you got on them? Five, three. Aren't you guys getting hungry? Let's speed it up I'm a little starving. bit. <laughs> Let's go B. B? Yeah. Terry. Let's go B for them. Let's go B. <laughs> I'm going to go B, Rusty Trombones, five and three. I'm going to go with a B plus, Rusty Trombones. Cause... Well, because they they started off hot, right? Now they're not so hot. Yeah. Two losses in a row. Yeah, maybe B minus, finally. But they lost with two very good teams, right? Maybe I just waited Terry to trade his grade. Well, I didn't... I'm not really aware of what's going on over here, so I just look at their, their their schedule and they got but they got two straight losses, one in overtime, two straight losses by a total of three points against two of the top teams in the division. So they lost two games in a row, is what you're saying, correct? Yeah. Well, I think you need to bring me on as a permanent co-host to keep Terry on his <laughs> to keep Terry on his. If feet. you want to take over the show <laughs> with Will, be my guest. No, no, we wouldn't kick you out. Come on uh, now. Probably not exist after a week or two. I I actually love the show. Yeah. I, I I think it's it's perfect. Uh, anyways, continue. <laughs> uh, yeah, Rusty Trombones. Okay, did I give them a B? Book at word Buccaneers now. So you're not gonna give Rusty Trombones? <laughs> I give you my grade. Remember, I changed it because you switched. Oh yeah, what did you give Rusty Trombones? Um, I don't know the Rusty Trombones. You play in this division. I need to see the roster. Well, they, 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 like Joey's only you played. How, how many games you played in Bastard so far? I've, uh, He's been there every two. week. Yeah. No, no, I only no, came no, two no, weeks. No, no. Yeah. Okay. But I'm going to come every week because I love Broussard. My man. Okay, Buccaneer, <laughs> three and four. Uh, I like these guys. They beat us this weekend. Two straight wins. Yes, they also have a rusher who is tall, to say the least. Uh, he had like five or six PDs in the game. They beat 20 to three by three possessions, like I one. called in my bold prediction. He has one PD on the season, so... I'm sure it was a scorekeeper that didn't do a great job. Buccaneers are inexperienced. But they won two games in a row. But they have They're your athletes. new favorite team. Well, the thing what is... What country was that? You're playing against your new favorite team. Who are you cheering for? I mean, I dropped balls on purpose. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, in my whole prediction, I predicted them to be 22 by 3 possessions. They did that, and then they come out and they beat the alternates. So this... And this is another team that's hot. 3 and 4. I like this squad. I like the potential I see in them. I'm going to go with a B minus. They have a big dude at quarterback. I'm also going with a B minus. This team didn't win very many games and wasn't even in the playoffs last fall in Brassard, and now they're making noise. Um, on the outside looking in. For now. For now. But at the same time, Eesh. I believe there should be six teams making the playoffs and not four. Because if there's only four, like. Yeah, it should be six. But Rusty Trombone's at five and three. <laughs> Like, if there's only four, the playoffs are basically set. No. Like, Buccaneer would have to win out. We're going we're gonna to check that out, folks. We're checking out how many teams in Brasser D2 make the playoffs. It says four. Well, based on in the rule book, it should be six. We, in the rule book, it says how many teams make the playoffs, depending on how many teams are in the division. And, and when there's an eight-team really? division, it's six teams that make the playoffs. But maybe... Mm, yeah, I'm not sure why on the site when you click playoffs, the red line's under four. We'll check that out. We'll get back to you, SAP. Um, so I'm back to what? ASAP. Like next week? <laughs> yeah. Earliest. So that's great. <laughs> well, where do I get one of these Mountain Dew t-shirts that you have? Here? It's Kool-Aid. It's actually, we'll talk uh, about it after. <laughs> Sorry. It's about, yeah, Sorry. It's right Hawk and right Mountain Dew. Like, what, what a weird shirt. Know, I'm, I'm killing you. They got guys pineapples on your stuff. shorts. I've worn this like, twice in my life. It looks like you've worn it much, <laughs> many more times than that. Willie. Okay. Uh, so we got the alternates? Is yes. that Okay. It's your Willie's team. Yeah, that's How are you guys 2-5? and five? 
Um, yeah. Oh, Marvin it's hasn't not a been there game. all year. Marvin played his first game. I played a game with them. Uh, sorry, two games with them. Um, Rob White is is has been a little up and down. Yeah, I'm he has gonna some get great a D. Games. I'm gonna go D minus. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go D minus. Weren't you supposed to throw for this team? I'm not sure. Okay. I believe you were. Yeah. So why don't you? Because I believe I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> What's your grade for them? D. Anyone you want to shout out on the team? Alternates? Yeah. Barbara. Barbara. Yeah. She's she's always uh, positive. She she loves the league. Everyone needs a little bit of Barbara. Yep. All right. But let's cross our fingers, alternates, that six teams make the playoffs. Because <laughs> if it's six, we're in for now. Prime time. Okay, prime time. Sorry, uh, you should maybe go first because you said with them, but... But you're not going to let him go first. No, I'm going to go first. <laughs> quarterback of prime time, like you just said before. Jacob Rose. He's a good quarterback. He threw some dimes in that game. Yeah. It, like, they were... Like, it was like a hurry-up offense that was scoring at will for these guys. And I, I think if they... if Steve Winter went out of the game, but if if we if Steve didn't play the second half and he started at quarterback, Rose did the whole game. They would have won that game. It's a lot of ifs there. It's a lot of ifs, but I'll have to say Jacob Rose is a good quarterback. Yeah, well, they have um, one of the best receivers in the league. Is, yes, is Elijah Clark. Uh, they have a good connection. And in in winter, when they played uh, in in winter ball, they had this kid named uh, Shamar, I believe. Yeah, he was a baller. Dude, they they crushed us. They they got like they, Rose would throw like a, a ten yard pass. And then either Elijah or Shamar would just take it like to the house. So um, they also got this. Uh, I think it was uh, Nick Young, was it? Um, Kyle Young. Uh, Kyle Young. Sorry, He's Kyle. The, is the yeah. touchdown leader on that team? Yeah, Kyle's a Kyle's a very capable receiver. Jacob, I mean, Jacob is good, but he he certainly has you know he still has some growing to do. And yeah, uh, I mean, it, it, if you play him against Steve, it's like it's not a contest. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm yeah. The experience there is right, like and, a lot and too that's, little. That's why I was talking to some guys on the weekend at Broussard saying that like this division needs to be split up into two and three. Mm. Yeah, well, I don't know. Do you want to play the same team four times in the season? No, it's, yeah, exactly. It's it's a tough tough. Like it's always play. harder to make have more parity in divisions when you have like a lot less teams, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, I'll let you Clark I, but I get what Waller. you're saying. Like, I can, the, oh, yeah. the, the top yeah. teams in this division are a lot better than the bottom teams. Like, it's gonna be blowouts. Um, Elijah just needs somebody to get the football in his vicinity, and, and... so what's your grade for them? D minus. I'll give him a D. I'll go with a C. Hey. Uh, Red Nutskins, new team, new quarterback, MVP Miles on this team leading the way. Who didn't quarterback last game? Yes, he did. He did. Yeah. I refed his game, and he quarterbacked against twenty-eight to three. Oh. What did you did you not recognize him there, or um, or he got mixed up with uh, maybe? No, I look at the stats. I could have sworn he didn't throw. And this against twenty three. Yeah, that's him, Miles Keller. Yes, I was wrong. Primetime has this one dude named Payment, and he's, he looks like he comes straight out of Game of Thrones. I don't think he understood that you were hungry. <laughs> really, I'm starving. <laughs> I never seen Game of Thrones. Is that where? Is that Winter is coming? Yeah. That's that's Winter is coming, right? This. Payment is their center. He's like really like um, oh beard. Yeah, yeah. He's really short and stocky. Yeah, and like there's a few times where like he just ran through dudes, and I was like, oh okay, I got to. <laughs> but he's uh, yeah, he's. I mean, they have a K 
can't even wear receivers. Anyway, sorry guys. So back to the red knot skins. Okay. Uh, yeah, like uh, Miles, first time quarterbacking, but obviously like great football minds and playing the game for so long. Uh, played with a bunch of great quarterbacks. He has Brad Evans on this team, who is a great quarterback himself, helping him out. Mm-hmm. Like I see the good ball distribution. He's like a lot of guys with a couple of touchdowns, but like the TD to interception ratio, and also like I, I was at his. I left his game and like he's a smart quarterback. Like. I was having a hard time pinpointing what was going wrong for mm-hmm. them, right? And, like, they do have good players across the board. It's just maybe the fact that he's new to the game. It's going to take yeah. time to adjust. I, I believe most of the guys haven't been playing back for the longest time. So, yeah. I don't know if you guys have more insight on them. I, we give them a little bit of a break because, like you said, it's Miles' first time quarterbacking. I, I'd say I expect a little bit more with the, the knowledge <laughs> yeah. of flag these guys have. Yeah, so I'm going to go with a D for that. I'm but... going D minus again. F? Okay. No, no, I did. <laughs> D1. Brossard oh. D1. Speaking about Miles, who's the player of the week for Brossard D1, getting uh, three touchdowns and two picks. I he think. had a uh, monster game. Pick sixes? Yes, monster game. He refed it. <laughs> yeah, against his boy Brad Evans. Yep. Let's start with Le Congrès, who is one and seven. So these guys are good. Uh, I played against them with Outlaws earlier on. They have a guy that looks exactly like Austin Matthews on the team. Really? Yep, he's also a really good player. What's his name? Uh, not Austin Matthews. That's why they're good because they have a guy that looks like Austin Matthews. Well, he happens to be a good football player as well. But these guys are good. Uh, you could tell they have some football background. I just think it's a you know typical like being a little bit more organized. But what Austin? Are we talking like clean shaven Austin Matthews or like gross? No, like no, clean, clean. Yes, okay. <laughs> clean shaven Austin Matthews, like baby Austin Matthews. All right, what's yeah. so good for them? D plus. Okay. I don't know. I haven't seen them play once this season, and I had no idea who they are. I don't know any guys on the team. Sad. Besides the fact that uh, Stanislas is maybe Alex Bress's relative. Why? <laughs> they just look similar? Or? The last name. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen him because I haven't seen the team. Yeah. Um, but I do remember Vince mentioning me once that he had guys from Broussard that knew guys from Gold Cook, so could be that. Could be that. Uh, Jack Rabbits. This team I had higher expectations for going into the season, right? Mm-hmm. They had made the finals last fall. But once again, Nick was injured at quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. Um, JC also missed a couple of games. Um, I'm going to go with a, a D for them because they're only sitting uh, they're on the outside looking in with just two wins. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I, I said for them a few games, they're a good squad. Like They have Daik. Nick's a good quarterback. Um, JC JC unfortunately getting injured um, yeah What's your grade? I'm gonna go D plus again you I, I'm not gonna comment on D1 I, I've hardly watched it's all you guys La Horde team moving up from D2 to D1 uh, coming off two losses after pulling together three wins um, they These were missing. They were. They were missing one of their star players, Francois Rochette, for the last couple of games. Yes, yeah, dude's a beast. he is. I, mean, I call him Baby Hulk. Nine oh, yeah. nine yeah. picks in four games is impressive. Baby Hulk. Uh, Dave Saint Jean, obviously a baller for that team. He actually um, he really only used one of his hands in the last game because he had like a bandage on two of his fingers, so it's hard for him to catch type thing. So they've been dealt. I guess you could say the injury bug, or I'm not sure why Rochette's missing. I like this team. I could see them winning it all as well. I'm going to go with a C for them. I'm going to go C+. Plus. Pardon my swag. Rochette, um, before I left for a year, I wrecked him all the time. 
And like, I would, you know, I kind of like would say hi. And then, so I came back a few months ago and I was like, Hey Francois, like, how's it going? Do you remember me? And he's just like, no, no. <laughs> I was just like, okay. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Part of my swag, that game against Outlaws was like back and forth in that first half. And then like, there was just no second half. Well, Miles took over the second half. That's what it was. Um, <clears throat> they, they're sitting at four and three and they had a three uh, game win streak at some point in the season. And they went loss, win, loss. This team had made the finals in the winter. Mm-hmm. The highest division of the winter. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at the teams here, and that I don't know many, they're one of the teams I did know and I was expecting more. So I'm going to go with like a C- slash D plus for them. Because mm. I was expecting them to be better. Yeah. I'll go with a C. Yeah. They play, when they play good football, these guys play good football. They're tough to stop. And we've seen them play good football this year at times. Those guys, Patrick Pilot and Michael Kazaka, are, are really good. Like, I yes. saw them for the first time this weekend, and they were really, really good. Uh, so is their snapper, Alex, who, like, has some torn ligaments in his knee, and he's still playing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you love flag. Yeah. Oh, and Riley's one hand. Riley's a baller. He's a straight-up baller. I mean, he only makes crazy catches. Yeah. Like, for real. He don't catch the easy ones, but he makes those crazy one-handed catches. Yeah. And, like, on one of those catches during that game, someone's queen out yeah, yeah and like yeah. Doop, doop. yeah not only did he stay in but like he got like a 15 yard yak after that it was pretty crazy like you for sure thought if he was gonna make the catch he would have like caught it and went out of bounds but no he somehow stayed inside he is a very receiver friendly to his quarterback he's very quarterback friendly as a receiver yeah i know i got you though yeah. i got you yeah my man you painted a good picture receiver friendly like somebody like reliable even more so glad you guys understand each other thanks uh outlaws a minus. Oh, damn. The Outlaws and part of my swag split, and it was the exact same score, 45-26. 45-26, 45-26. Wow. Yeah, I think A minus is accurate. I agree with that. Respect. Joey? Uh, yeah, this is Steve's Broussard Outlaw team, and a uh, bunch of good dudes on this team. Uh, Miles, Josh. I can't even remember who else. Mace. Oh, yeah. The villains, last but not least. I think they get like a A plus for me. Mm. Uh, this is like a new team, I believe, coming in. They played winter. Okay. In what division? Definitely the higher one. Cause, wait, oh no, because I was in three, so it was either one or two. I think it was two. Because it's played two and other in the highest division in Broussard. No, it was not two. Oops. These guys are good. Um, oh, it was one, and they were five and five. Second place finish. Um, yeah, their only loss is an OT against La Horde, who came up for division. Maybe they took them lightly in that game, but then, like, uh, they're five and one. Uh, they have not played the Outlaws yet. Mm. Uh, they beat part of my swag by one point, so that was a big win for them. Mm-hmm. The thing with them is like they don't rely on their offense or their defense. They're both can win games for them. When their defense is struggling, their offense can pick it up vice versa. But like they've been virtually flawless this year. Xavier Sauvé leading the way with almost 300 yards, eight touchdowns. Great two-way player. Yeah. Um, three picks on defense. Also got Simon Poirier with 10 sacks in six games. This is impressive. Check out that Irish name, Samuel Thompson O'Reilly. Yeah, really. Full Irish. And then you got Jeremy Thompson, Jeremy O'Reilly. Thompson O'Reilly. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. Enjoy bringing in the geographics. Uh, hey, to play? that's uh, I got you. I think that's a wrap, huh? Yeah, that is a wrap. I uh, wanted to make a quick comment. I was super impressed when uh, when Matthew came on, and you guys were like <laughs> speaking French. I was I didn't know that Will could speak French that well. Uh, it was it was cool because obviously you want to be accessible to a wide, yeah, a wide yeah. audience on this podcast. I mean, me, I, you know. I you understand? Know. You, you understand French? Or um, you just... Not no, not too much. But I was just like, I was just super pumped that you guys were were speaking. I don't have a hard time English. speaking, but you understand them for the most part. No, uh, no? a tiny bit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, a tiny bit. Okay. I, can, I can like follow along. But so like, do you have a hard time understanding that episode? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> but but uh, good that for you still appreciating it. Yeah. Of course, like you're. you're you know, you, if you think we have like ha- almost half of our league, arguably is it's not more, yeah. is francophone, yeah. and so you you wanna you wanna make entertainment that's gonna be friendly in their in their language, yeah. right? Well said. Uh, what I did want to talk about though was um, we need an explanation. Got to ask you the hard questions. What oh. happened to Joy's haters? Okay, all right. <laughs> We're going into this. No, I mean, listen. Um, I missed the name. I did, buddy. Great. Well, we had Joey's Lovers, too. I would love to play for that team. The Joey's, yeah, Joey's Lovers. No, because I dipped away for um, fall and winter. And so, like... And they kept the name during that time. Yeah, yeah which was amazing. And like, But I then was, you come back and they don't want the name anymore. No. <laughs> you know that's not correct. Okay. If I would have came back after fall, it would have been, like, fine. It's just like, okay, I missed one season. But then I missed two seasons. And at that point, you brought a lot more guys in. And it's like all nine guys wanted back in, and they're just like, dude, like we're not, like we're not gonna have playing time for you. Yeah. So then I said, I was, I was like all, I was in my feelings, so I, I was all salty. So I said, okay. But were you still the captain at that time, or someone had assumed captain duties since to, you were away? To be honest, man, in the winter, by the winter, like I, I didn't even check, like, because okay, okay. I'm just, I was like doing yeah. my own thing. I was. But they didn't play in the winter, did they? Yeah. Yeah, they did. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was two. Two full seasons. Okay. Or sorry, sorry. For me, I'm I'm sorry. I, I mean, when I say winter, I meant fa- uh, fall. Fall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Makes so sense. so I was just like, no, you like don't obviously don't put the team name, so they change the Marvels. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But did, it's not because they hate you, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, that is the legend. That is the. Uh, Are you guys on good myth. terms? Because you you built that team. I remember, like you know how we have the get together on Sundays. Like after no. at the end of the season, does it oh, get yes, together yes. on a Sunday yeah, yeah, and the award ceremony? Yeah, like, you know, the, the season the season starts the following Saturday, like literally right, right. less than a week, like six days later. Yeah, I so the fall season, I'd never met him before. I was just like, you want to play right team? <laughs> Joey was built his team that Sunday, wow. and like had a team register. Had a team yeah. register a week before the season Is that starts. Have you guys won? We, oh, that we, was we never. That was the no, okay. Joey's lovers won uh, in the winter. Sure. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, Steve Steve was the Martin. quarterback for the inaugural season of Joey's haters that year. He before was, Max took over. Yes, he was, and that's oh. where Joey and Steve's friendship ended <laughs> or began. <laughs> well, to be honest, before Rule Boy here came on the scene, <laughs> me and Steve we go way back, and we had a lot of battles before when it was trollers, and when I was on the trollers, trollers outlaws, I used to, you know, beat them hard, and then. But, you know, Steve would give it right back. and um, uh, It was what it was. Yeah, and then you play against a guy for so long, you start hanging out off the field, and you're like, oh, this guy's a really good guy. Like, he's, um, yeah. And he's, like, he got Haney on that team before Max came on the team. Well, Haney, wow. Haney came in late that season. we were 0-4, and, and Nick Kusai was on the Imagine team. Imagine Steve led that team to 0-4 to start the season. And then they went 6-4. and Yeah. And then they lost to Space Apes in the playoffs in the first round. You guys? Yeah. Well, That's the game that Jeff picked off Steve three times. And you got, 
or four. You guys had a good team. Yeah, yeah, we had a great team. Jaff, um, over. But you guys were the hottest. Like we had finished four and five first round playoff game, and they were literally the hottest team going to the playoffs. Six straight wins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We put That's out that. We put out that space, fire. Space Apes were a good team, man. I mean, yeah. frankly, like I don't know, you were the better team that day for sure. And then the next, the following season, we also got bounced in the first round. We got bounced by, um, I want to say it was Centurions. That makes sense. They booted us. And they won that year. Or, or was it um, Brian Tinning's team? Nice TDs? Could have been. Anyway. Memory lane. Last yeah, note I had was a uh, shout out to Will for delivering me pizza on the field because I was running late and have time to pack a lunch. And uh, he got it delivered by uh, a taxi driver came and gave yeah. it. <laughs> Steven, taxi driver, our well, it was actually his son bringing me the big box. Yeah, I'm like, you wait. He's like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, good. The last two places are for me. Like, seriously, it saved me. So, thank yeah, you for that. I got you. Now I'm really hungry. I'm starving. Final things you want to say? Well, I mean, Will uh, bought me McDonald's on the weekend, proving that I'm his his closer friend. The number of times he bought me McDonald's, I'm surprised he still has money in his bank account. So, <laughs> I'm surprised that we're able to still run. With the dollars. I don't get it. The guys look at me like, you eat so much junk food, why aren't you fat? I'm like, I'm trying to get fat, but I just can't. You didn't hit puberty yet, that's why. <laughs> well, actually... Um, Wait till you get older. <laughs> I mean, Will's dad is like 6'5 and also skinny, so he's yeah, fat. Yeah, so he's 6'5 and like 106 pounds. Genetics, man. <laughs> yeah. Anything else you guys want to ask, say? Well, we need bold predictions. Okay, go ahead. Um, well, we got to do divisions. Bro, we've been podcasting for like two okay, hours. Okay, like a minute. I'll go D1, you're going D3, you're going D5. Terry, pull up D1, I'll start. Uh, division 3, think about Division 3. Think about the matches in Division 3. Okay. Terry, you're going D5. Division 1, this week. we got Outlaws, Gokok, 18 Bitter Boys, Centurions, Holy Trollers. Man, okay, I'm going with Outlaws, Gokok because you guys always have a good battle. I'm going to say the game goes into triple overtime. Outlaws, Gokok. By triple overtime, I mean each team gets the ball. Th- like... Yes, like boom, 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 boom. Yeah, triple overtime. Outlaws go cuck. He's next D three. No, yeah. no, this is all you guys. You guys know more yeah. than me. Yep, go for it. Okay. Yep. Well, do you want a double prediction for your division then? That's fair. Sure. Okay, so Terry, I'll, you go D three. I'll go D three. One, two, three, four, five. We got five games. Yeah. Any very important games got here? Old school bin. Both sitting at three and four. Oof, that's tied a big for one. Tied for that last playoff spot. That one's huge. Um, let's see now. For those of you wondering, you can check our picks in the article. Kevin's yes, article. that will be the case. I already made mine, by the way. You, you did? Made, yeah. Okay. Can you make yours yet? Okay, thanks for reminding me. Um, Jack Rabbit, Panache, Arnold's Thunder Buddies. Okay, old school bin. Bins. They're a good team. They're a tough team to figure out. What They're does, hot. What does gold. this team name mean? It's like beans. Beans. Yeah, I we had a whole segment on the show, and I was like, "What's been and it's been, and yeah." Okay, I say both quarterbacks in this game will combine for ten interceptions. <laughs> <laughs> and Dak only has five on the season. David has sixteen, so I'll let you guys. David, who? Let me show the quarterback of Bins. We'll call that good <laughs> defensive play. Great not defensive bad quarterback. Play. Okay, so let's go to D five. That's a good one. I like that. <clears throat> So you got a lot of games in D5. I don't know if you want to pick one game, make a bull prediction on that. You could also do it like on a combination of games. Oh, Phoenix is well, alive this weekend. Cy- nope. The Cyclones lay, lay red plus oh, yes. will be good. Uh, 
I'm gonna okay. go. That'll be a good one. They all bust on Cyclones. I got Drama Club beating Buck. I have. That's not a bold prediction. No, no, you're just you're speaking. You're <laughs> wait, wait, to speak. what? What is the prediction I have to make? No, it's just a bold prediction. Yeah, like, bold uh, like, do you watch our show? Like, Terry won't cut Will like, off during the show. Like, that's bold. Literally, really, we'll literally cry if we forget to make these. You don't watch the show to the end, eh? I do not. No. Bold prediction. Like Steve won't yell at his player. That's bold. Yeah, uh, in the first half. Kevin won't make an inappropriate joke in our huddle during our well, game. We can't really tell if that's true. Or no, not. no, but they'll, they'll, they'll be honest. <laughs> no, but like we're not gonna add, like give us a one that we could like fact check. Oh, speaking of Kevin, we didn't talk about the pennies. You wanna talk about them now after this? Yeah. Okay, Yan <clears throat> will not throw. Yan will. Yan will throw. A maximum of two picks. That's not bold. Okay. I don't think Joey understood what bold predictions are. <laughs> like I thought you were going to say he's going to throw like... Like if he throws 10 per game on average, then it would be bold to say he's going to throw only two. But yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing the opposite of bold. I'm making a normal prediction. Yeah, yes. yeah. Right. I want a bold prediction. But, Something that's like very unlikely to happen and would be crazy if But actually, does. wait. Wasn't that a bold prediction for Yan though? Well, no, because Yan's thrown 10 picks in six games, so... He's more than likely to throw less than two picks in this game because he's averaging less than two picks a game. If you say Yano would throw 10 interceptions this game, that'd be bold. Okay, I got a bold prediction. You watch it on Fun Network? <laughs> bold pr- um, I actually don't. No. Nope. Um, Why do we have him on the show? I'm, I'm not a big NFL Network guy. That's okay. I, I, okay, but you understand what bold means, right? I do. Being bold? I do. Okay. It's, uh, it is a word I'm familiar with. It's not something you just <laughs> discovered right now. <laughs> I, I was today years old. <laughs> okay. Buck. Buck will take out Drama Club. That's, that's, that's very bold. Especially after you just said Drama Club's going to win. That's yeah, that's a good God. one. That is a good one. All right. Uh, Penny story. Very good quickly. one, Joey. Right. Um, Penny story. Did you hear the Penny story? I did not. With Kevin? Okay, uh, I'm par- I was, Yes, I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you were? Oh, yeah, you were in the middle. You broke it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. With Jack. That was good of you. Can you guys... Do you want to say it? Because you were, you were literally there. Kevin had a meltdown before <laughs> our game at 9.30 a.m. Okay, listen. When you show up to the park on Saturdays and it's 9.30, a lot of the guys who ref and they know they have full games ahead of them, particularly if they've been um, having beverages the night before <laughs> and they're hungover, like guys will just snap sometimes. And so we were the home team, but the refs told us to put on pennies and we all did as we were told because we're just like, who cares? It's D5. Kevin had a meltdown, <laughs> lost his mind, was screaming at Jafar and I'm just thinking, like, I can't not have Kevin play today if he says, like, if he, because he was, like, anybody else would have got tossed out. Yeah. So I was just trying to be like, okay, man, you got your point across. Just put on the penny. Let's get the W. We did get the W. Jafar was um, good enough to, to let it slide, and, and we got into the game. But, yeah, Kevin had a, a freak out for the ages there. The funny part was in Broussard when, Everyone's telling him he had a meltdown. Yeah, he's like, no, no, no. He's like, no, I was right. And like, you were right, Kevin, but you still had a meltdown. <laughs> Funniest part of the meltdown is Kevin goes, Jack, you costed me a home game. As if there's like birds and squirrels <laughs> and like chipmunks watching oh, yeah. and like cheering on your team. There were once upon a time, remember? What? what? Oh yeah, the chipmunks. I forgot. About that. That, was, that was a funny segment <laughs> of ours though. Kevin goes to Jack, you costed me a home Can game. Can you find that episode? Do you remember which one it was? I'll find it. It'll take me a while, but I'll find it. Like, find it for me and like... Okay, I got you. I, got I, you. I like rewatching like the funny parts, but like... <laughs> that was a good I, think, I, I believe we were talking about a bitter boys game oh yeah and we were like the fans or something it was Tara to have some pretty good comedy um 
But uh, all that to say <laughs> that Jeff costed you guys a home game. Um, I would protest. Oh, yeah. I, I would protest for you guys to have another home game. I mean, man, I was just like... Thank God you guys won the game or else like, you'd have to replay it, right? Oh, 100%. <laughs> you know what it was? I think, th- I think the, the heat and everything of weeks past just got to Kevin. Honestly, like last Saturday was hot. Did you guys end up wearing the pennies, though? We did. Yeah, they were the pennies. Yeah. The whole game? You didn't yeah, have time? We did. Maybe yeah. you should be thanking Jeff. If they were the pennies, maybe you guys wouldn't have won. It's true. It's true. We got the W. I got my three receptions. I went home. <laughs> I ate lunch. But, and I'm good. <laughs> I, it's a wrap? That is a wrap. Stop talking about eating? Yeah. Thank you for being on the show. Yeah, thanks. This was fun. For it was harassing us better. that we got you on the show. It was um, a lot less awkward than I thought, and it went much better than I thought. It did go much better than I thought. Seriously. That's exact. True or false? True you were afraid to have me on the show. Oh, no, I wasn't afraid to have you True. on the show. It's a no. Lie. <laughs> <laughs> afraid of what? Well, Terry, afraid is this a uh, mixture of different ways. Does it mean physically <laughs> afraid or threatened? Afraid that me and you maybe would. Um... No, as yeah. long as you don't sleep here, it's fine. <laughs> or you mean afraid that he would, you would take his spot? No. You can have it if you want <laughs> to. That, that could have been it. That could have been it. Yeah. No, I wasn't afraid. So we normally film during the day or very, very late at night. When you we, thought we were going to send each other too many jabs and then it was going to like be like, oh, like no. going to get... Okay. I, mean, I was going to bring my referee shirt. I mean, he made every excuse in the book. He's like, <laughs> oh man, we, we record at lunch. Are you available f- knowing full well? Well, I mean, we do, we do record at lunch sometimes or at 3 o'clock in the morning. We made an exception for you. We never record on Tuesdays. It's the first time what, we're recording on a Tuesday. What are you saying 3 a.m.? What, what's that? What's you that? don't watch our shows, do you? I, I, I watched the first like 10 minutes. <laughs> That's fair. So does Stu, by the way. <laughs> Stu says that he fast forwards his division and he watches, but... Oh, that's okay. Watch, watch the intro, yeah. the final remarks, and your division. Yeah, that's fair. I yeah. don't love Stu. Because like, you want to watch both predictions. We might talk about you. We might talk about you in the intro. We make most of the jokes in the end. It'd be interesting if you knew the stats and you knew how many people were watching all the way through the end. Uh, you have to get your Google Analytics. I could get that on Spotify, Spotify? and the podcast. Like, on the podcast, on I YouTube, see- right? I didn't look into it, maybe probably, but like on the... On the YouTube, you can check views. Yeah, you can check views, but like on the Spotify and all that, I could see like literally how many people listen up to when. And like, let's say we have like 100 people listening on Spotify, I could see like all 100 listen the whole way, or they listen just the first five That's minutes. Sick. Yeah. You know what I do? I go on YouTube and I click the video 100 times to get 100 <laughs> views. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. There were zero people. <laughs> Yeah, okay, I think that's actually it. Hope you enjoyed the show, folks. Thank you for coming on the show. We'll see you Saturday. This Saturday, all the games are at LeBaire. Yes. I'm so excited. The only time ever. So we'll be all together like army ants. We'll see you guys there, folks. Be safe. Yeah. You gonna end it or? Oh. I said you're doing it for a party show. Okay, see you guys. (laughs)